Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week, twice a week, wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to be talking about where the Marvel Universe stands after what happened in the latest episode of Loki. Plus also as well, Five Nights at Freddy's storms the box office. Could this be another big video game adaptation? It's going to be like no other. We'll talk about that on this week's Pop Culture Cosmos. Plus also as well, Inside Sports Fantasy Football. How did your fantasy football teams do this weekend? Well, you can go ahead and get the latest fantasy football tips each and every week from all of us here at ISFF. Plus also as well, Joe Soro. He's coming on here in a few minutes. He's, I think he punched something or hit something after today's game. So he needs to recover for just a couple of minutes. In doing so, you can probably catch him at Sox1947 at LakersBall.com. Plus, if you want to help out for his uh, probably uh, just mental state, go ahead and give him a hand and help him out at SimBladesWithAY.com. Also as well, Laker Tom and Jamie Sweet, you know they're not too thrilled right now, but they're also expressing their not too thrilledness at LakerHolics.com. Laker Tom, the number one Lakers blogger that's out there, and Jamie Sweet with his five things. Go ahead and check them out today. Plus, also catch our latest Lakerholic Spotlight from Saturday right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Our good friends, John McCallion, Lakers in 5, and Empire Jeff, big shout out to you. Go ahead and follow their great YouTube channels. And speaking of YouTube, we are over 1,090 strong here at the Lakers Fast Break on YouTube. So go ahead. Click on today. Click, 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 click on Joe. Click on Joe's face angry face the eyes popping out just like he was earlier today on playback.tv so that's Lakers fast break go ahead and click on that today to get the latest notification of when we go live on the air or on facebook big shout out to the hundreds and hundreds of people who have had a chance to go ahead and check us out here at the lakers fast break we truly appreciate it but we've got over 2,000 views on three of our biggest shows this past week so cannot thank you enough for being on facebook twitch Twitter, Kick, and of course, all of us on YouTube right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. 
Unfortunately, on a Sunday night with the 20th anniversary celebrating LeBron's first NBA game ever, we thought that hopefully tonight we could turn back the clock and maybe go and have another remembrance of how great LeBron was. And LeBron playing extended minutes again showed us that he could still do many things for the Lakers and for the NBA with 27 points, 15 rebounds, and eight assists. Anthony Davis, really good game as well. 30 points, 16 rebounds, and three block shots. Torian Prince, especially in the first half, five three-pointers and 20 points from him. D'Angelo Russell, though, even though he got 17 points and nine assists, struggled for most of the game. But Austin Reeves was one of 12 in a terrible and miserable performance, and he was benched in the fourth quarter and in overtime. Rui Hashimura gave us 11. Christian Wood early on in the first half gave us a strong 11 points and five rebounds, but it was not enough as the Sacramento Kings kept in front just enough in each of the quarters. And despite a late Lakers surge that tied the game and sent it to overtime, unfortunately, the Lakers just could not get clutch shots tonight when it mattered the most. Gave up a couple of timely Offensive rebounds to the Kings, and unfortunately, the Lakers just could not find enough D tonight to the fast-charging Sacramento Kings, losing 132 to 127 in overtime, falling to one and two so far this season. And here today to talk about today's game, good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check him out every time he's here doing our pregame, also on Playback.tv/Lakers Fast Break. Be a part of the great. Crew that's there, including Laker Nick, Aussie, FL24, Rough Artist, so much more. Go ahead and go ahead and check out what we're doing today, each and every game, like tomorrow night for Orlando. It is the madman from Toronto. He did get out of Toronto traffic to go ahead and complain about why the Lakers lost today. It is the magic man, Sean Grice. Sean, great to have you here. Big crowd tonight. All upset. I, I feel in the in the chat, the world's best Lakers chat room that's out there. There's, Really a fire right now. Darren is already posting on there. Let's put money on when Vincent will hit a three. I don't know whenever that might be. He did play decent defense uh, on De'Aaron Fox, but again, that was after De'Aaron Fox kind of sprained his ankles, so it kind of slowed him down. But your thoughts on the mistakes that were made late in the game that cost the Lakers this evening, my friend? Absolutely, Joe. First of all, I'll uh, answer Darren's question. Uh, I'll bet you he hits a three tomorrow because he's due. It was awful. Uh, the adjustments uh, in the second half seemed to be working fairly effectively, Gerald. The the Lakers had seemingly cut the lead down from as much as 17 all the way to one. Uh, at that point, the, the Kings just seemed didn't miss uh, for a sequence of about five or six periods of time from that point on until overtime and Lakers couldn't recover. Unfortunately, I think it was, uh, just compounding mistakes again. Um, missed free throws, 26 of 34. You left the points on the board there. Um, missing wide open after wide open after wide open three point shot. I mean, the, the, and let's be honest. Darvin Ham isn't running a tra- a traditional offense. It's it's very gr- guerrilla 
hybrid-esque, guerrilla hybrid-esque. It's basically looking for the best matchup and or whatever LeBron thinks is the best matchup and attacking that. Now, it, it, it works in spurts, as Joe said, but for the most part, it, do, it doesn't have the, the effectiveness because normally when you're running proper sets, Gerald, uh, you get into a rhythm and you you get to see what defensive tendencies and adjustments the other team is, is making. Ham didn't make any of those tonight again. And this is a frustrating, frustrating, like mind numbing problem with him. You foul out Dom Sabonis. You get their best rebounder off the floor. And you still give up offensive rebounds. And you still give up offensive rebounds. You have De'Aaron Fox, who turned an ankle very badly. Good for him for coming back in. But he had five fouls as well. You got and you still let him score in overtime. And you still let him score at you and Will. And then it, the, and as soon as the game got to overtime, all of us collectively and the panel, along with the audience, we kind of held our breath because we figured, you know what? Overtime isn't probably a good, the best thing for this. Because they can't hit open shots. And it was time and time again that Ham had a chance to make an adjustment. He needed to make an adjustment. And he just stood there like this. Like this, Gerald. Here, I'll demonstrate. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> hands in the pockets. Hands yeah. in the pockets. Hands in the pockets. What are your hands doing in your pockets, man? My... Gerald, on a completely unrelated topic, uh, uh, my grandfather was very insistent that a man does not put his hands in his pockets. Don't keep your hands in your pockets. It makes you seem like you don't know what you what you're doing. You look unconfident. He don't had do it. three timeouts in, in the fourth in his quarter. back pocket. He saved them obviously, yeah. and he still didn't use them. Time and time again, it was just. Uh, uh, an X, like an X on all the checklists for Darvin Ham for his coaching tonight. Yeah, just uh, disappointing, just mistakes. But the biggest, like you said, when De'Aaron Fox got injured in that fourth quarter, turned an ankle, uh, really looked like he was not the same, like a shell of himself as far as being able to cut, being able to go ahead and, and utilize his quickness, could not do that as much. Yet the Lakers did not capitalize that. And that was very disappointing indeed. As Intel Wild in, in retort back to what Darren said earlier about Gabe Vincent not hitting a three. Uh, he says he'll thinks, he thinks Vincent will hit a three against the Clippers in February. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Intel Wild and Darren for the super chat. It's truly appreciate, appreciated. But also here today, good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check him out at Sox1947 at LakersBall.com. He's a great part of what we do. Even though he's, you know, making fun of Sean and I for most of the time and also yelling at the refs and wishing them Christmas goodwill, or in this case, Halloween goodwill. It is Joe Sorrell from Simblades, SimbladesWithTheY.com. Joe, a disappointing way to go ahead and this game. The, game. the Lakers were just basically seemingly having, again, to climb uphill. Like last year, just all these games that they were playing where they were just always having to come back from behind you know, when you have a team that's shooting as well enough as they are from behind the arc as, as Sacramento, that's really not a rest, good recipe for success continuously. This game could have ended three or four times if they had just shot 
their open shots or made their open shots. Uh, when you lose games like this, if they had won this game, we wouldn't be discussing Darvin Ham's inadequate lineup changes, his hands in his pockets, smacking his ham in his pockets, whatever it is that he would do in his pockets. There is a fundamental issue with this team, and it's been there here for the first three games. And if you're not going to get down to the basics, then you're going to have to rely on your talent and actually making shots. At the end of the day, guys, the Lakers are not good shot makers. We've lost, it should have been three games, really, uh, because we can't make shots. The Lakers cannot make shots, not me, not you, not Sean. This team cannot make shots, and they're not shots that are difficult. They are wide open shots. Until this team makes shots, it, this is the struggle that you're going to have. What, what, what's disheartening about this loss is you wasted 39 minutes of LeBron James. You wasted a fully engaged AD for four quarters plus an overtime because you couldn't hit open shots. Despite the lineup, it changes. Despite at the end of the day, we saw what we saw. If you go back to the tape, you can see wide open shots being missed in crucial times during that game. The kind of shots that if you make them, not only make you ahead three points, let's say, it's a momentum shifter. So it becomes bigger than a three-point shot. And the Lakers never really got that shot all game long. The Sacramento Kings are exactly what they are. They're a three-point shooting team with no talent beyond that. That's all they are. They get an occasional uh, basket inside the paint, occasional two-point mid-range, but they are a three-point shooting team that will win nothing as long as we're alive, especially playing that way. And that's fact. Those are facts. Sorry, Fox. Sorry, Sabonis. Sorry, Huerta, or whatever the hell, the hell you say his name. These guys have zero skill beyond hitting threes. And if the Lakers had just been able to put together some fundamentals and make their open threes, this would not have been an issue. We would have left Staples North with a win and not being a stress tomorrow to win without LeBron, apparently, now that uh, we're, we're going to have to discuss that damn thing now, which I wanted to try to avoid. So we're gonna need we're gonna need AD to be engaged the way he did the way he was today. If if it indeed that is true, uh, as far as Darvin Ham is concerned, uh, the easiest way to go is to go the way of the coach screwing things up. It seems to be the the mo of every fan base, every team, and every sport. However, however, the issues with Darvin Ham, Darvin Ham, and you and I watched. How many open shots missed? Darvin Ham is a genius if they make those shots. That's how it works, especially in basketball. Now, Christian Wood playing. Christian Wood should have played. Rui should have played. Sure. Sure. Everybody play. Let everybody play. That's the difficulty of having a 10-man regular rotation, guys. That's the problem with that. This team or a team needs really six to seven guys. Six to seven guys. Three more adds a little bit more headache to it. So 
Go ahead, Sean. I agree with this man. I do. Okay. I really do agree with him. I don't think Darvin Ham agrees with you, brother, because his rotations are completely bonkers to me, especially this game. You play nine guys, but you really only play six, but you're playing seven. What do I mean by that? Well, he played Jackson Hayes and Cam Reddish, the requisite five minutes each around there. Rui and Christian Wood were in rhythm, Gerald, and they were actually in rhythm together on the floor. They were. Darvin Ham decided to sit Rui Hashimura again. He got 12 minutes the last game. Let's see how many minutes Rui got today. Rui got 17. Rui needs more than that, Gerald. Rui was in rhythm tonight, but he only had six shot attempts. Wood, this was his best offensive output as a Laker, Gerald, but he only had 11 points. If you left if you left him out on the floor, he could add 20 plus, in my opinion. He and plays he plays his starters and he plays Gabe Vincent and he'll play them anywhere from 30 to 40 minutes outside of LeBron. He does and he's playing Rui and Wood as one player. They're two players. They should each get be getting about 20 to 25 minutes each. Not put together. They they got thirty one minutes combined tonight, Gerald. That that's that's not good. So I agree with Joe. He needs to shorten his rotation, but he really needs to figure out that Rui and Christian Wood were in rhythm. They should have been playing, and he should have had Austin just sit tonight. He was bad. This was his worst game since becoming a starter. Hundred percent, Gerald. One hundred percent. I'm not sure what's going on with him. It's not effort. It never is. We all we all agree with that. But there's something going on with his aura. It's off. He's not the. He doesn't have the same swagger. Have you noticed that, Gerald? The swagger is yeah. gone. The swagger is gone, and he needs to get that back because the Lakers need it more than more than he needs it. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com. And you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. The better that these Marvel films do, the higher the standards are going to be for not just other films in general, but other Marvel films also. I think it's really hard to end a show with this many fans in a satisfying way. That's the Pop Culture Cosmos Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Playing worldwide on radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. I want to ask you this, though, Joe, when it comes to what we're seeing with the Lakers, and once again, thanks for joining us, the Lakers Fast Break. Unfortunately, the Lakers do lose in overtime, 132 to 127. On paper, it's going to look like, you know, D'Angelo had a decent game. 17 points and nine assists, but for much of the game, he was struggling. And on top of that, Austin Reeves was having an absolutely terrible game. You know, he really hasn't gotten a good start to the season. Austin Reeves today, one of 12, one of eight behind the arc, five points, a minus 12. D'Angelo Russell, minus five, 17 points and nine assists. But again, five of 13, struggling from behind the arc, one of five. 
These guys, two of 13 from behind the arc. These guys were supposed to be our 40% shooters alongside Torian Prince, which puts a lot of pressure on Torian Prince that they're really not hitting their shots, Joe. D'Angelo started hitting some shots towards the end there because his 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 stat line was starting to look really ugly. Obviously, uh, Austin Reeves was bad. Gabe Vincent is really not. I mean, if you if, if you're a if you're playing if you're playing guard in the NBA and you play 31 minutes and you only shoot three times, you are not going to matter for your team. It's that that's a that's a statistic that's pretty bad. 31 minutes. For a point guard, only shooting three times and missing both shots from from three. Looking at D'Angelo Russell and Reeves, they they only made two three pointers out of thirteen shots. So you're talking about two makes out of fifteen, two makes out of fifteen from your point guard and shooting guard. They're the real. They're the only real guard. They're the only guards that played. If if the Lakers do not get this fixed, maybe those guys that said they would be a 10th seed are correct. I don't I, I certainly didn't expect this. I didn't expect this bad a guard play. And we're talking about every single guard that's gonna play uh, that's gonna play. They can't shoot. And if you're not gonna play defense on top of that, you're useless. And you're killing LeBron. On top of that, because now he's got to play point guard. That right there is more of a problem after three games than any of this other stuff we're talking about. Even uh, Darvin Ham's pockets and Dar- and Wood should get more minutes and Rui and LeBron and eight. None of that matters. Focus on the thing that really does matter, which is your guard play from all three of your legitimate guards are shooting worse than the worst batter in baseball that that plays every day, which seems to be the norm a lot in baseball. Guys that are that, that are hitting 180 that are that are starting in a game, which to this day I'm still mind it's mind-boggling to me. That's what they're that's what they're doing. And we should be amazed that the Lakers actually somewhat stayed competitive a little bit in the Denver game. We got out of the Phoenix game and then we we we're there. We had a couple shots away from beating Sacramento, which is a an offensive juggernaut in their building. We have sucked in the most important positions in today's NBA and still almost won, which goes to show you how great AD and LeBron are. That should tell you. They need to fix this problem. I'm willing to give Reeves some time here. I mean, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I... I I I believe I think I sort of do. Um, I, I don't believe he's tired. I think that's a cop out. He's a young guy, tired from what? There have been plenty of guys that that were much older than him that played in the Olympics and were fine. He's twenty five, Joe. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not buying that. I'm sorry, Z. Uh, I know you, you're gone for the night, but no, I'm not buying the the tired thing. That's BS. Okay, what's bothering Reeves is everything that is what's bothering us, and it's worse for him because it's him. Okay. Jalen Brunson hit eight threes yesterday. Didn't look so tired to me. Exactly. He is hexed. He's been hexed. He got exploited badly this summer and it has not left him mentally. These are this is a mental problem. And then as far as D'Angelo Russell, he is hot and cold. There's no middle. He's playing the way he plays. 
Don't be surprised if he comes out next game, hits six out of eight three-pointers. That's his game. Gabe Vincent, on the other hand, we knew, or at least I saw him struggle in the finals when he met Denver. And I was, I thought maybe that was just kind of a an issue with Denver because Denver seemed to make all guards struggle. But he has he's either still hampered by whatever injury he has, or the LA lights are absolutely stunning him. And he might need a little time to get himself together here. But regardless of whatever happens with Darvin Ham's lineups, all that stuff, if these guys don't start playing consistent ball as our guards, we are we are not going to play very well this year. Once again, this is the Lakers fast break, 132 to 127. The Lakers fall in overtime. They're now one and two in the season. Heading back to the crypt for tomorrow night's game against Orlando. Please go ahead and check out our pregame. Plus, also as well, playback.tv slash Lakers fast break during the game. And of course, we're back for the best Lakers post game in town, the Lakers fast break. Sean, I'm going to bring it back to you. Despite what happened, as you saw, they really think that the backcourt was the difference in the ball game as far as their backcourt to ours. I think that's where it really was unfortunately separated. One thing I do want to ask you when it comes to the backups, the rotation players, Christian Wood and Rui Hashimura, when they were in there, contributed and contributed well. Why were they given the quick pl- the, the quick release? Why were they taken out of the game so quickly and definitively by, by Darvin Ham? Obviously not getting them in there when they needed them the most. Go ahead, Sean. Gerald, the, uh, you'd expect somebody to ask him that question. Both of them had over five rebounds in less than 20 minutes, so they were hitting the boards often and hard. Um, both of them were efficient, uh, especially Christian Wood. Christian Wood looked as comfortable as I've seen him shooting the ball, Gerald. Uh, I'm not sure why Darvin Ham's inexplicable, um, the best way I can use it is blundering numbskull. I mean, you got. John Wall is not going to fix the problem with all due respect, Steven. John Wall is a little. If you couldn't last on the Clippers. Long in the tooth. Yeah. Long in the tooth. A little over the hill. Uh, that's a great question to ask Darvin Ham, Gerald. I think my my personal opinion is that g- given everything that's transpired, he's just got tunnel vision. That yeah. that's one of the big problems with this with our head coaches. His tunnel vision is preventing logical, sound adjustments because he is. And I know Joe Joe and likes to use that word stubbornness. And if it's if it's if it's working, it's it's not. The, the fact of the matter is is that even when even when this team had success, he it was it was still his tunnel vision. Yeah. It was just a it was just better personnel on the floor for him. Uh, but now we're seeing the same personnel, and it's still the same issues with Darvin Ham. So he he's the issue. He is the issue. And Joe is also right, and you're right as well, Joe. We're all right. You have to hit the open shots. They were 0 of 8 from the corner three again tonight, Joe. They're 0 of 8 last game from the corner three. Wood and Prince are hitting them basically on the on the um, outskirts of the wing and the corner three there, Gerald. But nobody could seem to make a corner three for their life. It's just that's one of the things we talked about on the last uh, post game. 
I noted that the corner shot outside of what you said, Prince hit a couple. I think that outside of him, that for the entire season, Joe, the corner shot, the corner three, it's supposed to be statistically the easiest of all the three-point shots. Yet for the Lakers, it has seemingly been the hardest of all the three-point shots this season. I don't I, I Oh, guess, uh, got, uh, Rui made a corner three today. Yeah, good good thank you. We we, we 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 have we need to have some time to play this out a little bit. Uh That's still not a good record though overall shooting from the corner today. Or period since the start of the season. The the question the question we need to ask is why are you missing them now and are you are and why do we think they'll make them later? Is there a familiarity? Is there a confidence that needs to develop? I, I don't have that answer. All I know is we we our guard our we're we're in a league where guards have to shoot. And if Darvin Ham insists on using his guards, they have to make shots. And if they're not gonna make their shots, then you you need to find another way. That's why you're the coach. I'm I'm not gonna get into the Darvin Ham discussion after three games based off what I've seen. Because what I've seen is I've seen way too many easy shots missed. Whereas if they make those shots in the first three games, the Lakers had a very good chance of opening up the season 3-0, and even in Denver. There was a time where they they list a lot of shots in Denver. So I, I'm not I'm not going to harp on the I'm not going to harp too much yet on 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 the leadership, even though we do have I do have issues with it. I believe there's a lack of fundamentals uh, from this team. I believe uh, when you have a coach that can't demand certain things, that tells me that he doesn't really get, he's not really respected. In a LeBron-centric offense, I've used this analogy before, it's very much like a Peyton Manning-run team. Peyton Manning, so when the question comes to me, because again, I'm an NFL guy, sorry to say that these days, but I am an NFL guy, who's better? And they've asked players this, and some have said Peyton Manning too. I said, when you look at the, the the quarterback position as a whole, you have an argument that Peyton Manning is better than Tom Brady. But the difference between Tom Brady and Peyton Manning is the ability to let go. Let go when you have to. And it's very hard for someone who is a control freak like Peyton Manning, someone like LeBron James, to let go. Why did Phil Jackson make everyone happy? Kobe, Jordan, Pippen, Shaq, because he was able to create a system that allowed everyone to contribute versus just one guy kind of controlling the setup. And the problem tonight is that LeBron had to play that role again. And we've been saying this all summer that that, that Darvin Ham cannot rely on, on LeBron James saving him. And LeBron went into his normal habit, right? We saw it on video. Hey, you know, I can play point guard. LeBron, we know you can play point guard. We would love for you to play point guard. But the problem is when you play point guard, you tax yourself. We can't afford to tax you again. I know you took care of your foot during the summer, but... I don't believe, unless somebody tells me otherwise, that his foot was why we didn't win last year. I believe he ran out of gas. Because what was he doing, guys? He was shooting fadeaway threes. 
nonstop. For those of you who play basketball at the YMCA or at the fitness club, what happens when you get tired? And of course, guys like us who play a couple of games, you get tired right away. You start shooting threes. You start shooting. You don't go to the hole because it takes up too much energy. So my concern is shot making and fatigue. If I worried about every single thing like Darvin Ham's rotation, Darvin, that, that I, I, I'm going to blow up. Right now, I've seen three games and I've seen two major issues. You're taxing LeBron, especially the last two games, and you're not making your mother effing shots when you're open. Make your shots when they're when you're open, please. At least add a forty percent clip. I'm not asking you to make nine out of ten. Can you make four out of ten at least? Can you make four out of ten? Because if you had made four out of ten, Austin, D'Angelo, and to some degree, even though you didn't shoot a lot, Vincent, we win this game. It's that simple. Make One of things, well, let me ask you this. Uh, let me bring it back to Sean here real quick, because uh, Intel Wild in the Super Chat, thank you again, very kind for the Super Chat. Truly appreciate it. If Ham's next full practice, he should get allow everybody, or he should make everybody put up three to 400 corner threes, then watching film, continuously during the course of the practice in order to try to get those corner threes up statistically much better than they are. Cause when you can count on one hand, the number of corner threes that they've made all season long in three games out of what 90 they've taken already this season, that's still not a very good ratio, but magic man on Twitter. I just wanted to mention some of the comments that Darvin heads Darvin ham said after the game, he said that he needed to tighten up some things after the Lakers one and two start talking about digging into the rotation and bucking down on it. Your thoughts on Darvin ham bucking down on the rotation. Is that really the answer for the Lakers at this point in time? No, I don't think it is. Uh, he ne- he needs to really batten down the hatches though and figure out who's, who he's actually going to go with in the foxhole. Because he can't seem to make up his mind, Gerald. That's the that's another issue with him. He's got his hand hands in his pockets, and he can't figure out what to do with them. Same thing with his rotation. Yeah. Um, the first half, the first half, it seemingly the bench rotations were working to working fine, and then all of a sudden he decides he's going to double and triple down on Austin Reeves and uh, D'Lo. Uh, Move LeBron to the point, and if Prince is still out there, then bring in Prince and Rui and Christian Wood and AD. Those were your five best guys tonight, Gerald. He's he's done that in the past where he's just played the five best players at the end of the game. Position um, uh, regardless. Uh, He should have done that again. Um, Wood was playing very effective and is – his defense was possible again, Gerald, uh, even for uh, for a Sacramento Kings team. And I mean, this I will... defense on Sacramento is actually worse than it was last year, and it was bad last year. It was really bad last year, Gerald. And uh, it should be noted that uh, Malik Monk scored 11 of Sacramento's points in the overtime period. He basically beat the Lakers by himself. I said um, that in the fourth, didn't I? Yeah. Yep, and uh, so Malik Monk comes back and haunts the Lakers again. And by the way, the Kings won three out of four games against the Lakers last year. 
So that it also shouldn't come as a surprise that if the Lakers had the Kings on the ropes and they let them free, that's not a shock. Uh, three out of the four games were close last year, and the Lakers had leads in in three of those four games going into the fourth quarter and still lost. So, uh, I but I agree with you, Gerald. Their defense is terrible. There was nobody guarding the rim. They had absolutely zero rim protection. When Demonis Sabonis fouled out with three minutes and 13 seconds left in the game, and the Lakers were up, Gerald. The Lakers were up at that point, 101 to 100, when he fouled out. Search, this is something that continuously uh, bothers all of us here. Search says, why didn't we attack Joe uh, Fox when he had five fouls? Bad coaching, that's why. Joe, this is something that happened several times last year. I mean, Magic Man. Several times we talked about it in the Boston game against Dallas. I remember him saying Doncic had five fouls. Didn't you say Tatum had five fouls in that famous Boston game? Yep, he uh, did. He, I'll tell you I, why. Go ahead. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. First of all, Darvin Ham doesn't have a system. Number number one. Number two, the players don't know how to execute the kill shot. So let's let's use Sabonis as an example. He has his fifth foul. When was it? Early fourth. Or was it the mid-fourth? Uh, mid-fourth. Mid-fourth, right? It was mid-fourth. So now you're sitting there and you're like, you know what? Let's get this guy out of out of the uh let's get this guy out of the lineup. Who's who's he guarding typically? AD, right? Can you create enough space to get AD the ball deep in the paint? The answer is no. The answer is no. For some reason, and this is not just this year. The Lakers don't know how to get AD the ball deep in the damn paint. I know his aggressiveness changes, but that's the coach's job. Get your ass to the three-foot area. If everything's collapsing, well, what the hell did you get Christian Wood for? What'd you get him for? And we've already seen both of them play well together. Get that guy in there. Open up the goddamn thing. And then you got LeBron on the other side who can get to the hoop. Now you don't know what the hell to do. Get the damn ball to AD deep in, in the paint. Let him do his little thing, and then, boom, you're going to have a chance to get him to get Sabonis' six. Now, as far as Fox, is Fox switching enough? I got I to gotta look at the video. I'm going to look at the game again today, now that you guys have mentioned it. Is he switching enough to where you can't get him to commit to the guy who's controlling the ball? That's something we need to look at. I had I didn't get a chance to really look at that. That's what we want to know. That's we, what we want to know indeed. Absolutely. You. Because players don't, teams don't guard. A point guard doesn't guard a point guard like it used to. It's not a shooting guard guarding a shooting guard. Things are always switching and going all over the place. So now you got to think even bigger. Now you got to think even more smart, next level stuff. How can we get this ball moving a certain way? So we get that guy covering the guy with the ball that could be aggressive to get him a six foul. Come on. You guys are asking a guy who has his hand in his pockets 99% of the time to devise a plan to manipulate the offense so that you can take advantage of someone who's weak. It's not going to happen. Not with this coach. Sean, what do you say in, in deference to that? Yeah, I'll, uh, I would counter that only by Does saying that. Does that make that... sense? Did that make sense? It made sense, right? I wasn't talking too deep. I know. No, it did. You were fine. A lot of times, when when it comes, see, I we can Sean. 
look, Sean is, can go into the intricacies of things. Obviously, I can to some degree. I think Sean does it better. The point is here, guys, I don't want to confuse you guys with offensive sets and all that. I mean, you guys are smart, too, but I've always been taught in broadcasting school to keep things simple, okay, so you understand it. Okay. Yeah, Joe, just watch the last watch the last five minutes of that game. LeBron got switched. LeBron made it a point to get switched on a Fox at least three times. The first time he went in for the layup. The second time he passed it out to Gabe Vincent for a corner three that Vincent hasn't made all year. And LeBron knows that too. And the third and the third one was kind of a foobar play, but you you'll uh, be gotta take it to the hole every time. Yeah, you gotta take it to the hole. And, and again, he's improved greatly as a player as well. But De'Aaron Fox is no stalwart when it comes to defense, and you can attack him and make him pay as much as he makes you pay offensively. Plus, he was limited by himself after that. He had a bum. He had a bum ankle and had five fouls. There's no way Darvin Ham didn't didn't know those those two issues. And Gerald, maybe maybe he did know, and he just didn't didn't care. That wasn't part of his calculus. But gentlemen, this is a head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, supposed to be a, a smart basketball mind. You would think. That between all the assistants you have, <laughs> plus all the stat uh, stat guys you've got, on top of your How many players, three or four, four on the side. It, yeah, it's Carol, it's Christian, it's Phil, Andy, and I, I want to say there's somebody else, but I can't remember their name. And still, they're not pointing out to the fact and that they they're should. They're not go pointing ahead. all this out, really. I I got a I got to question the the collective. Um, you know, mindset here because it's about it, it. You know, you know, something, gentlemen, you know, one thing you learn about in conflict resolution, you can't have collaboration if you don't get cooperation. Cooperation has to come first before you collaborate. And it just seems that they're trying to put one foot, hands putting one foot in front of the other, Gerald, with the blindfold on. Yeah. Okay, I agree. Uh, Search and Destroy says 50 likes and Joe does a backflip. I'm not I'll sure. Do I'll only do it in my pool, by the way. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. 50 likes and Joe does a backflip. There you go, indeed. But, I can do it in my pool, but I, I, I uh, yeah. Think I, well, I want to ask you this. Uh, once again, the Lakers unfortunately lose 132 to 127 in overtime. The Lakers fall to one and two on the season. Hopefully they'll get back on the right track tomorrow at the Crypt. And we'll be covering it for you right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Want to ask you about the comments he said after the game about tightening up the the rotation Darvin Ham did. He talked about bucking down on the rotation. What does that even mean? Okay, you're playing less of the reserves. The reserves who actually didn't do half bad today as a collective whole. Gabe Vincent provided you some decent defense today. Still not shaky, not very good on the shot. You're, the other two guys seem to play well on the shot. Jackson Hayes, in the couple minutes that he was in there, he didn't do too bad. Not enough to where he would stick out one way or the other. And Cam Reddish didn't even have enough minutes to see, even see whether he did good or bad. So it really, you know, you couldn't even tell. The guard play 
the starting guard play is still the issue that comes to mind, my friend. So, uh, I, you know, your thoughts on this, my friend. Bucking down on the rotation, is that a right answer that the Lakers have in mind? <laughs> first first thought I, I came to my mind when, when I heard the word bucking was, you're not in Milwaukee anymore. Uh, you know. Especially with LeBron possibly being sat down tomorrow. And, and now you're going to sit down LeBron against a, an improved Magic team, by the way, this year. This isn't Magic of last year. They're not that good, good, but they're still better than they were last year. So are you going to risk now? I guess you're going to have to risk preservation, right? You're going to have to risk going at it with 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 AD playing hopefully like he did tonight and hopefully your guys get out of their little funk in shots. Your guys are going to need to hit shots tomorrow. Hopefully D'Angelo's late surge will help him for tomorrow. I do. I do hope that and uh I'm I'm it, it's it's tough, man. It's tough to I didn't predict Austin Reeves would play this bad. I don't think anybody did. Gabe Vincent, uh there was a little bit of Kind of a feeling out there. I didn't know how well he would do here. Um, I think I remember KCP kind of struggling a little bit to some degree when he was when he was here. Uh, I, I guess we have to give Gabe Vincent a, a minute to kind of get things going. D'Angelo is who he is. That's what that is, right? Clippers on Wednesday, by the way, Magic Man. Not Tuesday. You have a list of Tuesday. They're on Wednesday. Sorry, Joe. Yeah. So, uh, but but the issue even with with that is we can't afford for these guys not to do what they're supposed to do either. Yeah. We we and 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 if we could get at least a little bit, I mean, one of twelve is not good. One of twelve is just it's it's disastrous. Three, four of twelve might have won us this game. Hitting an extra couple threes, still bad shooting nights from there, might have still won this game, and that's. That's kind of the problem is they're not playing bad. They're playing abhorrently. And I don't know why. Why are you playing this bad? Why can't you just play okay? That's that's the thing that just boggles my mind with these guys. I don't understand it. I don't know what Austin they... Austin Reeves shoots 30%. We win the game. Correct. Correct. Not even 20, not even 40 or 50%. Correct. 30%. You know, if we're going to go analytics, if we're going to go by the numbers... You know, you're 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 looking at. You, you, can you can you just make a couple more threes and you're still shooting like garbage, but you win the game, and then all this talk about the Lakers and Ham sucking and all that. Yeah, of course it's enhanced. That's that that Ham stinks already. Even if he had won this game, but the the problem is, winning is the only thing that matters. The winning is the only thing that makes you forget about the the the, the bad things, and. The, the worst part about this is the fact that LeBron played 39 minutes in a loss. And you wasted a, a great AD game. Those are the things that kind of burn. So it was a road game too. It was a yeah. division game. It just, it, it, and you had this, you had this game, man. All you had to do was hit a couple shots, a couple open shots, and you have this game. It just, I, I don't know, man. I just, it's a, it, 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 I just feel like it, we're repeating ourselves here the first three games of the year. Uh, they just have to shoot those shots. They have to make them. There is no other th other discussion really after uh, to start the conversation. 
You have to make those shots. You have to make those shots. And I'm, I'm, I'm delighted that Rui got out of his little whatever. I mean, I know it was only two games, but we weren't happy with Rui. And then Rui came out in third game and showed what he can do. Christian Wood, we've been waiting on pins and needles with him. Is he going to be good? Is he not going to be good? Uh, the more, you know, the more activity I think he gets, the more and, and, and hopefully continues to show what he showed tonight, maybe we'll start seeing him close games with uh, AD, which I'm actually very curious to see how that turns out. Because today you can't say it was his fault. You can't say it's Rui's fault. Rui's fault. Both of those guys, in the limited amount of time that they played, Joe, they played very effectively. You and- you're talking about you're talking about a minimum paid player having that kind of effect. Plus twelve, and Rui was plus nine. Yes, the only guys that were in the plus, basically, not even the starting lineup was in the plus. Not uh, them and Gabe, uh, those two and Gabe Vincent. And yeah. Jackson Hayes. Gabe Vincent uh, basically proves that the plus minus thing is a sham, by the way, in a lot of ways. <laughs> I don't know if it's an indicator of anything positive, really. Uh, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. It's like a, a give and take. And then at that point, you're in the same spot you are with any statistic. Yeah. A guy, a guy, a guy goes for 30 and 20 and loses. The statistic doesn't mean anything. If he if he wins, hey, we want because he was 30 and 20, right? Especially in a one-point game. And that's what the plus minus is. That's what how I correlate it. How is Gabe Vincent plus in the plus the last few games when he has sucked ass? <laughs> What's that possible? But it's it's a it's just we're we're Laker fans number one. I want I want Laker I want the Laker people to 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 listen to this. We have a we have a very very good crowd here tonight. And I want you guys to, 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 and a lot of you are new here. Thank you for being here. We hope you stay here. I promise the entertainment will, will continue to get better throughout the year as well. We are, in my opinion, a top five franchise on the planet. A lot of people say it's not an opinion. It's truth. The Lakers are one of the most popular franchises, sports franchises on the planet. And we have technology that allows us to see everything by the second, whether it's the game, the pregame, the postgame, the numerous podcasts of Laker talk and Laker opinions and Laker analysis. We are in it every second, every minute of every game. We are not, we, 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 we live in a culture where our attention spans are less and less. We, we just, we dissect everything to the point where it becomes maddening. We're like geniuses who are sitting around thinking about solving problems, right? Like, you know, one plus one equals two type stuff. And we have to kind of sometimes control that a little bit and understand that, look, <laughs> that's not how life is. That's not how this is supposed to be. If you were, if this wasn't a Laker game, I guarantee you, that you guys would have sat here. Let's just say we were the NBA fans. You would have sat here and said the game of the night was the Kings against the Lakers, and wow, what a game that was. But because the Lakers are our team, and we're dissecting every little thing on everything there, we are going to find all the problems. We're going to find everything that's gone wrong, especially after you lose, and what we need to do to remove it and put something else in, when in a lot of those cases, there's nothing to, to replace it. So a little bit of bad news to end this conversation a little bit. Guys, if we got rid of Darvin Ham, let's just say we're 
500 after 20 games and you want to get rid of this guy, who are you going to replace him with? Who's out there? There's no one. So rather than sulk and think about that, we need to figure out how the hell is this team going to hit open shots? That's that's the one thing we can control right now. Not we, not Sean, not Gerald, but in terms of as a as the Lakers, how are they going to figure out a way to hit those open shots? Because in the end, guys, I'm sorry, no matter how bad the coaching is, no matter how bad anyone is doing, an open shot miss over and over is on the player. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers unfortunately lose in overtime 132 to 127 to Sacramento. We'll be back tomorrow, of course, uh, in our you know, play as the Lakers play Orlando at the crypt. Uh, but we've got a lot more here on this show tonight. Thanks so much for joining us. If you want to go ahead and listen to us, you can always listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. A big shout out to you if that's what you do. Plus also as well, Facebook, the hundreds and hundreds and thousands of views on Facebook in the past couple of weeks. We are truly honored and blessed to have you part of us here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. But Magic Man, let's get it back to you, my friend. When it comes to what you see with the Lakers, obviously the defense was just not up to par. Yes, Sacramento, best or one of the best offenses in the league. I'm not going to disparage them on that end, but you've got to do what you can to at least get some stops. You have AD, who's supposed to be one of the best defenders in the league, providing early on some rim protection that you need. Your thoughts, though, on what the Lakers need to do to shore up just these little things on both sides of the ball in order to get some wins so that we don't follow in the same path that we did the beginning of last year. Yeah, Gerald, it starts with uh, knowing your bread and butter. And your bread and butter is last year was fast uh, break opportunities, primary fast break opportunities, and mismatches. They didn't do any of that today. None. The Lakers had 23 free throws in the first half, Gerald. 23. They finished the game with 34. The Lakers shot almost twice as many three-pointers as they shot free throws. They were 6 of 19 from 3. They shot 11 three throws through two quarters and five minutes of overtime. That's not going to get it done for us, Gerald. If your shots aren't falling, you have to manufacture points elsewhere. We beat the Kings on the boards, but they beat us in points in the paint, Gerald. They killed us. Plus 12. And they beat us at the three-point line. Uh, we've talked we talked about it before. Free throws, three-pointers, you need to get points in the paint. You win two out of three categories, uh, you'll do yourself very well. Uh, winning games. Lakers didn't get to the free throw line in the second half. They weren't making their shots. And unfortunately, Gerald, the the combination of Ham taking out 
the rotations that were working and replacing them with whatever wasn't working in the second half, I'm still confused about. I'm looking at all social media. No one seems to be asking Darvin Ham the pertinent questions that the Lakers fast break is asking. Why did you take out why did you take out Rui and Wood and not put them back in? Why are you playing LeBron 39 minutes, constantly checking up threes? And to be fair, LeBron was two assists away from a triple-double. To be honest, LeBron likes his triple-doubles, Gerald. He does. Absolutely. And unfortunately, instead of taking a shot up, which he could have, on De'Aaron Fox, he passed it out to Gabe Vincent, who missed a big three, Gerald. Again, it's just something where you see that the it's just not a clicking. We're not making the shots that we need to make when we need to make them the most. And you know, it's, but Torian Gerald, Prince, we, I give Torian Prince he he provided that kind of lift. But you saw us, you know, obviously guarding De'Aaron Fox for quite a bit, tired him out, and he wasn't able to be effective in the second half shooting from the outside. But that's when a D'Lo or an Austin Reeves as your two co-best shooters, be, along with Torian Prince. That's when they have to step up. That's when they have to go ahead and get AD and and LeBron's back. And and you know D'Angelo did it at the very end, but it seemed like it was too little, too late. He if he just done it in the third quarter or at least in the fourth quarter to a little bit larger extent, or Austin Reeves hits two more shots, they win the game and it never needed to go to overtime. No, not at all. Uh, you're right, Johnny. AD did miss a couple easy layups as well. We we were we were me and Gerald were more bothered than by the missed layups than the missed open shots actually. So like it it was a lot of compounding factors. But you're right, Gerald. That that right there could have remedied a loss into a win. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Uh, another thing I wanted to point out, Gerald, is that um, <sighs> he need like. We don't have traditional catch-and-shoot three-point shooters, Gerald. Mm. Prince is the only guy who fits that. D'Angelo Russell isn't really a catch-and-shoot, even though he can do it. That's that's not his game. Austin Reeves wasn't a catch-and-shoot. Neither is Rui. Rui's catch-and-shoot was a bit of smoke and mirrors in the playoffs, Gerald, because he just got hot, and we rode that hand as, as long as we could. But... He was in rhythm tonight. He was in rhythm. Like, mechanically, he looked good. He looked confident with his shot. And Ham just decided, nope, seen enough from him. You're paying a guy $18 million to play 17, 18, 14 minutes a game. Wood and Rui combined for 31 minutes. They combined... he played two players, and it, it's like he only played one of them. That's what it feels like, Gerald. When you could have gotten two for one with the way they were playing, I, I real I realized that uh, it, it's going to take time. But, Gerald, we, we, we've discussed this before. The best five guys on the floor should be playing at the end of the game, regardless of position. And he, he, he usually does that, and he – Violated his own rule. So, just... This one is like a bad toothache, man. It really is. It's... 
I really don't want to go to the dentist, so I'll just I'll just wait a couple days. That's what this whole game was. I'll just wait a couple. We're down five to seven points. You just just wait, just wait. It'll get better. It'll get better. Uh, it gets a little better. You take some Tylenol. You're only down two points now, and then you miss a three. They hit a three in transition. You turn the ball over. They make a layup. He calls a timeout. That felt like the whole game for about 38 minutes until we finally took the lead. Ugh. I know. Stressful indeed. Uh, but I'll tell you what. We'll see what happens with tomorrow's game. We'll see if LeBron does get sat down tomorrow. And I don't, that does not bode well for the team, but also does not bode well as far as Joe's happiness is concerned. If LeBron sits down tomorrow, I mean, uh, we talked about the minutes that you needed to go ahead and put him in there and slot him in there for 29 minutes, 30 minutes, uh, a ball game. And already, Joe, as we talked about, you know, once the, we talked about if the Lakers need him, you know he's going to go beyond that. And already we've seen two of the three games where they just said, you know what, forget the 29 minutes. Let's just go ahead and play, play him like a normal game. I don't know if this is going to work out, my friend, because we're just going to see a repeat of what happened and he's going to run out of gas come postseason. Is the NBA going to let him sit? It's not a national TV game tomorrow. So that's all they care about, national TV? Yeah. According to the rule, that's national television games. Okay. Well, uh, maybe throwing the flares in the fire here and letting them know, hey, look, LeBron's not going to hear, be here to bail you out. Maybe that'll pump them. Plus, LeBron, because of his age, I believe is uh, I don't know if he, is he a con. If we remember, we discussed that as far as that role, he is he is of a certain age, so he is not given as much strict strictness under that rule. They come up with this? Seriously, what they come up with this? One on one. It's okay. Bill, if you're over thirty four, you're okay. If you're over thirty. It's okay. You're okay. Billable hours. <laughs> That's who came up with it. Okay. Well, Lakers will do themselves a favor here and go two, two for two by, by, by this time tomorrow, regardless of LeBron is playing or not. If you go two and two to start the, the, the season. It's better than last year. It's, 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 I guess, respectable. But they need to figure out who they are. And I'm talking about Austin and D'Lo. Well, I know who D'Lo is. Austin and Gabe really need to figure out if they're going to be valuable to this team. You're, you're two of the three point guards on this team, guards. And we're in a guard-centric league where if you don't make shots as a guard, you're useless. Oh, and by the way, you have LeBron James and AD to back you up. It's not like you're in Golden State, where you have to rely on Steph Curry, right? Steph Curry has no one beyond himself and to some degree Clay when he can play, like Clay can, which is not often. So you guys have an advantage here. You have two guys that can back you up. Can you make a shot? What are you worried about? What's the pressure problem? Yeah, that's what they're paying you the big bucks, Mr. I'm him. Show me your him. Don't they? Isn't that a online that makes your wang go up him be him make your wang go up show us figuratively not literally where have you been the summer game was supposed to help you uh get into shape early and all of a sudden you've been zapped i'm not buying that he's tired i think his brain is 
twirling and not knowing who he is anymore. He's he's becoming her or his, whatever the other words are out there that you can call yourself. But we do need him. Am I, am I right, guys? Him? Can we get him back? <laughs> we need him tomorrow, especially if they sit down LeBron, but that has not been confirmed as of yet. So we're just I'm, speculating. I'm... I'm concerned. I'm concerned that the tomorrow they're just gonna come out like a flat beer again, Gerald. Uh, I mean, LeBron's not gonna give you to tomorrow what he gave you today. You're just gonna see, no, even if oh, he plays tomorrow, energy-wise, he's just not we, gonna have. We've it. we've started at each game a step slower than the other team. Yeah, I'm concerned that's gonna happen again because this Orlando Magic team. They may be young and inexperienced, but they don't know any better, and they're going to try and run the Lakers Starting out of off the, the building. season 2-0. And guess what? Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? They're on the front end of back-to-back. So you could bet your ass that they would rather beat the Lakers and not give a damn about the Clipper game, especially if they're if they're potentially 3-0. and They could give two every, – every team that comes in on this back-to-back, they could give two rats' ass about the Clippers. They don't care about beating the Clippers. They care about beating us. Well, again, when it comes to what we see with the Lakers, the Clippers all game on Wednesday, that also has to get on the right track, Joe, because as you've talked about, the Clippers have owned the Lakers. You know Lakers what, Joe? I've, I've actually, in a past life, I've actually I've been in the alley, so I've seen a rat's ass. You shouldn't be so surprised. Yeah, okay. uh, you, you've had a lot of experience picking up people in the alleys, I'm assuming, yeah? Yes, uh, fortunately. I understand. I understand. Yeah, the Wednesday game is uh, of major interest for Lakers. Fans. You've said all summer that that's got to change. It the, has the to change. No longer. Are we really going to let these guys clown us again in the regular season? Is there pride behind it? <clears throat> it's always a wonder. Does AD really care about the Laker Clipper thing? Does LeBron care? I don't think they do. That's probably why they don't care. <laughs> we care. Well, I want to ask you this, though. It took a, a heroic game, again, from Steph Curry to go ahead and beat the Kings uh, on Friday. Lakers uh, got pretty good games from LeBron and AD, but not that one really Herculean effort that you that maybe in this case we needed because of just such a bad guard play for, from the Lakers for most of the game. The struggles are not – the only surprise in the struggles is that they're struggling this bad. That's the only surprise. It's terribly bad. The solution to the problem is they have to start playing good. Can you just play good? I don't. We don't need you guys to be great. You're role players. We already have two great players. That's enough. We need you to play well. We need you to back them up. We need you to hit open shots. And I know that your defense, you know, at this point is what is going to be what it is. Try to do your best to play good team defense. And again, Darvin Ham needs to work on that part because apparently he was supposed to be a defensive guy when he got here, right? Yep. Okay. So how about you take care of that at least? At least Frank Vogel uh, keeps doing that in Phoenix. And that's pretty amazing considering you have Booker and, I mean, Durant's, you know, not too bad, but... Booker is not exactly the kind of guy that likes to play defense. And Bradley Beal definitely isn't somebody who likes to play defense. Granted, they haven't played the last few games. But the point is that the the role players there have bought into it. Why can't you get our guys to buy into it? The ones that are 
not these stars. But we're we're gonna be here again tomorrow night at this time. We're gonna see what a LeBronless team does against Orlando. Most likely, we don't know that yet for sure. Uh, I'm gonna say you guys are pretty pretty dead on. There's no way they're gonna play LeBron after playing 39 minutes tonight. If he if we were able to win the game in, in, in regulation, I'd say we would have had a chance. But I don't think I don't think playing LeBron 39 minutes will, will warrant them to allow him to play tomorrow. AD for sure, but not not LeBron. I'm, I'm fully expecting LeBron to sit. Sean, are you expecting that as well? I think I think so, Gerald. Uh, I, I at this point, I think even LeBron uh, might be the one to to let them know. Okay. At, at the same time, though, Gerald, I mean, he may also think he may also decide to play, um, which would kind of be. It'd be it'd be an interesting thought piece if he did play for certain skeptics out there. I guess I don't think he will play, but it'd be very it would be interesting if he went AMA against medical advice and decided to play. Well, eight oh five is talking about doesn't have a rotation as of yet. He's still trying to feel everything out. Uh, that's what he said in the post game. Uh, said he was going to look further into the rotation and possibly make some final changes, figure out roles for everybody. Again, if you don't hit the shots, doesn't matter what roles you have them playing or when you have them playing, Joe. If you do not hit the shots when you need to make them the most, then unfortunately, whatever planning you have goes awry. Well, with LeBron out likely tomorrow, I'd like to see the lineup of AD, Wood, and Rui. The front line up there. You're talking about guys. You're talking about guys that were making shots and play and and getting rebounds, like Sean said. So you would put you would take Prince out of the lineup after, even though he's been playing. No, you can good. use you can put D'Angelo and Prince in the backcourt uh, since Austin's kind of struggling. I'm not saying don't start that the normal crew except put in Rui as as LeBron, but I want to see what a D'Angelo, Torian, Prince backcourt with Rui at the three uh, and then AD at the four and then uh, Christian Wood at the five. I want to see what that lineup does and see if there that, that could produce something of, of a little bit of consistency, a, a, a group that can hopefully do what they were doing here in the in this last game before they were taken out. Well, I'll I, tell you what, no, I, I actually, I was, I was a little... I, I wouldn't say I wasn't. I was. I was little negative on whether the AD Christian Wood front court would work. I didn't. I initially thought in my head, eh, I don't think that's going to work. I want it to work, but I don't know. If, I don't think it's going to work. But it did work. It's worked. Uh, so it, because it looks like Christian Wood is really, really playing his butt off these last few games, and. When when someone does that, and you guys have been you guys have been telling us this, you and Rob Palinka, you've been on the phone with him like like you guys were dating every night, telling him, "Hey, what's up? What's up?" Well, how about you, you know, show him don't don't stop talking on the phone and show him, "Hey, we trust you. Go finish this game out." That's that's were they worried about those guys not even not being able to guard the perimeter guys? Could that have been what was the problem? Do you see Wood chasing around Huerta? 
or Murray? Is that what he was worried about? Do you think Wood or Rui could have covered those guys? Maybe that's what it was. But at the same time, the guys they did have, they couldn't cover them either. So you might as well have at least those guys getting rebounds and and and, and making shots. <laughs> and uh, if he doesn't have a rotation yet, uh, okay. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll roll with that for right now. But I'm hoping you have a rotation in the next two to three weeks. Hey, guys, going to put something up on uh, on the screen here. Um, do you see it? Yeah, that's it. It's right here. Okay, yeah. So I do not Lake want to continue as Sean, by the way. All right. So the Lakers' last three minutes of OT versus the Kings. The, these uh, are courtesy the of Lakers Daily. Big shout out to Lakers Daily on that, by the way. Absolutely. So uh, if you want to read through them, Gerald, and let the uh, – our audience know i will for those listening it's, it was lakers last three minutes of ot versus kings courtesy of the lakers daily delo jumper missed at 308 lebron step back three made two minutes and 34 seconds left delo three missed 211 torian three missed 159 torian three missed 121 lebron <laughs> made 50 50 seconds left lebron layup made 24 seconds left. Can someone get this old man some help? I agree. I definitely agree. So for but those I of you, for those of you aren't getting what's really going on, you just got a nice, good statistical outline on who does what. He doesn't have any help. As of right now, he hasn't got any help. And this has been actually a LeBron issue 90% of his career. You, you, you're telling me that LeBron is a team player. Okay, I'm watching. He's a team player. LeBron is telling you all, I'm going to give you a chance to make the shot if you're open. What are you doing? You missed a shot. Did he? Does he have to be Michael Jordan and scared the ever bejesus out of you to make the shot? like John Paxson and Steve Kerr and B.J. Armstrong? Is that what it takes? I wish somebody would have told this to LeBron in 2018. Maybe it would have worked. What does it take for you guys to shoot an open shot that you keep getting over and over and over again? Why? Is it just because you don't like LeBron? I don't know. The superlative. How do you say it? Superlatives. How many more things can we say about LeBron James? When it comes to basketball, we can't. We can't, Joe. The, the, we've drained the ocean of all. We've drained it. Okay, you, you, we've drained it so much that because the 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 brainless out there don't like him for whatever reason, they got go the negative ocean. They got to go to the other ocean. This guy is doing everything he can to win, man. It's in his twenty first season. Can you please help him? He had one year that I saw where he had help, and that was the the year we won a championship. Help the man. Help the freaking guy, please. So you can help us stay sane. You're wasting, you're wasting championships this way. And I, I, you know, if this thing doesn't get solved in the first couple months, month and a half, let's say, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that Rob's got his phone next to him, and we're gonna get a chance to maybe see what, 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 what could be brewing out there, man. I, I don't know. I just, I don't have a lot of optimism in terms of teams trading. You know, this isn't baseball, man. They don't do it like in baseball. No, I, I'm not expecting them to 
why would the Bulls trade DeRozan when it's his last year's contract? Like, why would they do that unless they were getting draft picks up the yin-yang, right? And even that always puzzled me. Like, well, what does what does the draft picks do? Is it just to accumulate assets? I don't know. I it just it's it's it, we're we're kind of like in this purgatory area right now because it's the beginning of the season and there's a couple new guys there and we might be overstretching it a little bit. Maybe we just need to wait a little bit and see how this plays out. I think that that to me at least gives us a little bit of sanity. I'm trying to put myself in a position where I can be sane. Coming out here and ranting after three games, I just feel like it's disingenuous. I don't feel like it's a real rant. What am I ranting about when I already know and you know what the hell happened? It wasn't something where D'Angelo was partying the night before and he played like dump, right? It's not That's not what happened here where you can rant on that. This is just guys missing damn open shots. And we just need you to make the damn shots. Maybe if it keeps going after 10 games, then we can rant on it. <laughs> Once again, the Lakers do unfortunately lose 132 to 127 in overtime. We'll be back tomorrow. We've got Alfred Esmond, who is our Orlando rep, talking about the Orlando Magic. And that's something we're going to go ahead and have for you tomorrow on the pregame. Then, of course, please join us 7 p.m. tomorrow. For the Lakers and the Orlando Magic, live from the crypt, go ahead and join along with us. You know it's a good time. You know we're entertaining, no matter if we're angry or happy or sad. Or Joe wants to, all the refs to die, like he did in today's chat. Especially the NFL ones. Yeah. Well, you were kind of hard on the NBA ones, too. You wanted them all to die, I think, I remember. Yeah, I don't like refs. Yeah. The refereeing in, in, all, in, in all sports has turned into a pile of... Jeff Bolt, Goldblum, Dumpage, and Jurassic Park. <laughs> I've been seeing that meme everywhere uh, this last week. Not just you. It's everywhere. I don't know what. You all got together and you're like, hey, pile this crap up. We're all going to send it out. There's <laughs> <laughs> a big pile of uh, I just keep thinking. Uh, 101, 18. Yeah. Yeah. 18. All right. But I tell you what, it's been great having it's, everyone uh, here. It's, and so is Darvin Ham's rotations tonight. Oh, PMC, thank you so much for being on the show. Also, as well, please thank appreciate you and everyone else as part of our playback.tv slash Lakers fast break coverage. You got to see firsthand Joe and Sean going off in the middle of the game, and hopefully you can go ahead and catch more fun and entertainment that only we can provide uncut. Playback.tv slash Lakers fast break, and that's at 7 o'clock throughout the game. And then, of course, we follow it up right here. Lakers Fast Break, wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you get your social media, YouTube, Facebook, Kick, Twitch, Twitter, wherever you got us. We're hopefully going to be here for a long time to come doing the post games, pre games, whatever we can do to provide that for you. We're just glad that we'd be here, part of your week right here at Lakers Fast Break. But again, thanks so much to the chat. The best Lakers chat room that's out there is Lakers Fast Break. We've seen a lot of familiar faces and we've seen a lot of new faces joe mentioned it earlier big shout out to all the people that were new to this conversation today if you get a chance please subscribe today to help us out not only to help us out in the eyes of youtube but get the latest notifications for you for the next lakers fast break because we're here seven days a week trying to go ahead and get you the latest information on the lakers and the nba like no one else can so for joe sorrow 
Magic Man, Sean Grice. It's Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching this thing. We'll be back tomorrow. Some more great coverage on hand against the Orlando Magic. Will the Lakers even it up? We'll find out after tomorrow. And we'll be back with the Lakers. Fest.